0: A number of Russian President Vladimir Putin's opponents and critics have died in mysterious circumstances. We now speak to Russian historian Professor Irina Filatova. Welcome, Professor. Hello. Professor, can you give us any idea of how many politicians and journalists and critics have so far died in these mysterious circumstances?
1: Uh, Well, uh, quite a number of independent investigative journalists in Russia uh, were killed in mysterious circumstances, or at least uh, people uh, who ordered uh, their assassinations uh, were not yet found. Uh, There were several very prominent politicians such as Miltsov, uh, and recently Prigozhin, who died, and now Navalny, who was the most uh, prominent uh, politician, uh, opposition politician in Russia, uh, who is dead.
0: What can you tell us about the death of Navalny? Have you heard anything that's not been in the news?
1: No, it is impossible to find out what uh, really happened there. Uh, But it is quite obvious that he died on the watch of uh, the Russian state. Uh, However he died, uh, uh, he spent about a year of his uh, time in uh, this confinement in the penal uh, cell, uh, which is in itself such a punishment that, uh, you know, all in all, uh, 28 times he was sent to such uh, penal Uh, Cells and uh, this is in itself a torture. Uh, So I hope that sometime the the family will get the body and sometime it will be possible to investigate what happened. But we may never know.
0: Why did he return to Russia? He must have known how dangerous it would be.
1: Uh, You know, this is the most common question that foreigners ask. But uh, for the Russians, the answer is clear. That is why he is popular. Uh, once at one of the meetings he said, uh, I don't have any other country. I don't have any other people. Uh, I don't have any other family. Uh, I don't have any other voters. It's you. It is you are my people. Uh, he would have been a nobody uh, had he stayed abroad. Uh you know it is very important for the Russians to feel, particularly now, uh, that their politician is with him. those who who emigrated uh well they, they, there was no way out. they had to because they would have been, have been killed too, or they would have been imprisoned and silenced. They are not silent, but they are abroad and the Russians are at home, they have nowhere to go at all. Uh, So, it is very important for them to know. It is not by chance that when he returned, he returned in 2020, uh, sorry, he was poisoned in 2020, uh, and uh, uh, at that very moment, his popularity increased about four times. Uh, His sort of trust in him increased about four times. This is very important to know. Yes, he is with us. He is suffering for us.
0: We are now on the eve of the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, with Putin boasting that he has beaten sanctions. What do you say to that? Uh, Russian economy is doing much
1: better than uh, uh, than uh, the West was hoping when the sanctions were introduced. Uh, partially, this is the result of the fact that the sanctions are not uh, the... In the fully world sanctions, of course China and India and some Arab countries and Turkey are working with the Putin regime. They may not be fully uh, supportive of the invasion of Ukraine, but they do work with Putin, they do work with the Russian government, so they help the Russians to keep their profits uh, from oil uh, and gas uh, and also the Russians are uh, a very patient uh, nation. Uh, I remember that uh, Stalin um, thanked the Russian people for their patience when the war was over. Uh, they are prepared to tolerate much more than any population of a Western country would in such circumstances. They do uh, take much more Pain, they do take much more su- suffering and uh, they can satisfy themselves with the less. Uh, so, yes, the Russian economy is doing better than it was foreseen. It doesn't mean that it will last forever uh, because uh, uh, Russia is sending more and more troops to the fronts and the patients will run, run out one day. Uh, it is also true. Uh, that, uh, this economy that Putin has now created, it's a military economy and, uh, it is also, it cannot continue forever. Uh, so there will be a time when this, uh, largesse, which the government now enjoys, uh, uh in terms of money, in terms of what it can do, uh, uh, by creating, for creating the military economy, this will also end at some point. Uh But for now, for now, it seems quite enough to defeat Ukraine, what Russia has got.
0: Now, with Putin set to be re-elected for a fifth term, what would that mean for global politics? Another six years of Putin? How would that play out for the West? Oh,
1: not very nicely. <laughs> uh, look. Uh, Russia has now been turned into uh, a system which is uh, uh, very unfriendly to the West, to the Western values. Uh, Putin has been hell-bent on showing to the West its own weaknesses. Uh, He was absolutely sure that it's his uh, uh, historic mission uh, to show the West that in reality, Uh, It is incapable of keeping the world order in the way it has created it. Uh, And uh, he called the West bluff. Uh, It is really not coping with uh, uh, what he's doing now. Uh, It seems incapable of uh, uh, really helping Ukraine, despite all the demonstrations of solidarity, despite all the... Uh, promises, uh, both from the United States government and from Europe. But for now, uh, it is not quite working. And uh, on the ground, uh, the Russian troops are moving ahead.
0: Now, may um, we turn to South Africa's relationship with Russia. I understand that it was the oligarch Victor Felksenbach who once again bailed out the ANC and paid its debts. I don't know if you have heard that.
1: Uh, Well, I have uh, definitely heard that the Russians did uh, help. Uh, to pay its uh, to pay the, to to help the ANC to pay its debt, uh, but I don't have any uh, tangible proof of that. And uh, if it was Wexelberg, maybe it will be reflected in some accounts books of the ANC. We shall see that. Uh, but after all. Uh, the Chancellor House, the financial arm of the ANC, is part of the Wexelberg's empire in South Africa, so there's nothing illegal about that. What's beyond that is a different matter whatsoever, we don't know, uh, but I do hope that the local investigative journalists will finally dig out who paid that debt. But there are deeper uh, connections than just the money. You know, uh, just at the time when Navalny was killed, uh, the, uh, the ANC delegation was in Moscow. It was in Moscow at the meeting of the powers of the representatives of the parties which are fighting against neocolonialism, or what Moscow calls neocolonialism, which is uh, uh, the influence of the Western world, economic, uh, political, cultural, etc. These governments, such as representatives of Iran, China, uh etc. Some of them are members of BRICS, some are not. Uh, but uh, uh, their idea of fighting against colonialism is fighting against the West. Uh, and so the ANC delegation was there fighting against neocolonialism. And no comparisons ever came to their heads. They did not say anything about Navalny's death and no comparison with their own fight for freedom. They fought for democracy, they fought for freedom, they suffered in prisons. Uh, Their activists were killed, and this is remembered. This is uh, uh, what the ANC history is. But they are not capable of recognizing the same pattern in Russia. They are not capable of recognizing how repressive this uh, uh, government is, the government that invites them to fight against neocolonialism. It really boggles my mind. How can it be? There are some honest people among the ANC leaders, after all. Why are they silent?
0: How important is it to Russia that the African National Congress wins this upcoming national election and stays in power? What is at stake for Russia? What's the, you know, the quid pro quo here?
1: The ANC is the best friend, but so would be Zuma. Uh, I suppose that the Russians could work uh, with EFF. Uh, but it is these uh, parties that uh, that are important for Russia. For the moment, I think they are su- su- supporting the ANC. But I would not be surprised if uh, they support the Zuma's MK party too. Uh, and EFF has been so friendly. Uh, with the Russians, uh, towards the Russians uh, that uh, uh, there couldn't be any objections on the part of the Russians to their coming to power, but they won't. Uh, so the best hope is the ANC, which is very pro russian which would not really destabilize the economy to such an extent that Russian interests would be damaged. Uh, they need the, the South African economy to be stable and developing in their own interests too. And of course they need South Africa as a political ally and the ANC is the best of the
0: possibilities. Thank you. That was Professor Irina Filatova speaking to Biz News. I'm Chris Stain. Thank you, Professor.